guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Adulting Take Two podcast. I'm your host, Amber Bixby. Um, this week I had Mac Blake on. Uh, Mac Blake is one of my favorite comedians, not just in Austin, but of all time. I can't believe he's not uh, fucking famous. Um, we had a really, really good chat. Um, talked about all kinds of things. Listen to the episode, then you'll know what it is. Don't expect me to tell you up top. What, am I going to spoil it? You crazy? Um, no, but we had a great, great chat. And um, it was also cool just talking to another introvert about how to balance um, life experiences with being an introvert and not overwhelming yourself with people and social situations that you're not used to. Uh, which, speaking of, um, I had a great weekend. I went and saw Purity Ring, which was a fucking phenomenal live show uh, great band you should check them out um, and then I went to uh, a drag show um, danced a bit had a great time and then I went to a brewery the next day and then I was dehydrated as hell I don't know if I got food poisoning I don't know if I got dehydration and heat exhaustion I don't know if I just overdid it was super sick all night and very exhausted and I'm like man this whole podcast is about me um, trying to have some of those experiences that kind of nurse um, you becoming who you are that I feel like a lot of young adults have that I didn't have because I was very focused on being a mom and also just surviving um, living paycheck to paycheck and just being stressed of like how am I going to take care of this child how like financially how am I going to you know how am I going to make it in the world um, and who am I what do I do what do I want which I did kind of figure out who I am and what I want but it comes and goes right you go through those phases um, but it was kind of interesting to have that like that kind of weekend where I'm like oh I can't possibly like live out a lot of my 20s in my mid to late 30s because I am I, I, I just don't have the joints for it I don't have the the body for it anymore my uh my whole body hurts today I don't know or maybe I just got food poisoning or maybe um I'm an idiot for thinking like, no, I'm still young. I can do all these things. I can do, I can do these things. But it was great because I don't really get to see a lot of live music. I didn't get to see a lot of live music. Um, you know, that's the thing about like being a single parent is that um, it's hard to afford to be able to do anything. And then it's also hard to be able to afford a babysitter when something does come up. Because then it's like you got to pay double for whatever you're going to do because, you know, you have to pay, pay a babysitter. You can't just be like, oh, great, here's my, here's my kid. Peace out, right? Um, anyway, I had a great weekend and I am paying for it uh, as of Saturday night and today. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. Um, please subscribe, tell your friends, um, rate rate up rate me review me um you know give me any kind of feedback uh follow my instagram adulting take two uh also on tiktok at scarlet disaster i'm also on instagram at big spot 
Uh, thanks and have a good week. Enjoy the episode. guys welcome to the adulting take two podcast i'm your host amber bixby and today my guest is comedian and funny guy and really funny guy you're already shaking your head at me uh mac blake thanks for coming on wow you screwed this up so fast <laughs> comedian and funny guy and guy who does comedy fuck um thank you amber for with our warm welcome thank you uh yeah you're you're welcome um yeah you're welcome and sorry that I'm already. No, don't, no, don't no, apologize because you'll have to do it a lot. So let's not start that. That's not a good trend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Okay, all right. Well, this is <laughs> off to a good, fo- good, good footing. Yeah. Is that a phrase? Um. Uh, all right. Let's get into it. Your okay. late, your late teens, your twenties. Sure. What did I miss? Did what I... were they like? I didn't okay. have them. Um. Yeah. So, well, first of all, I will. I we, before this podcast started, I said, Amber, how? Amber, uh, do you want me to dial back my uh, fake comedy hostility towards you? And she said no. So um, we'll see if if we can do that. Do you want? Is this good levels? Oh my, yeah. Keep it's talking. Good. Okay. Yeah, keep talking. My You're late good. Teens, early. So, and and what's the premise of this podcast again? It's because you had made some horny decisions. Wow. And you you threw away many years of your life. Um, so you, you felt like you don't have a normal life, even though there is no normal life, Amber. When you get to realize that, uh, you can grow up already. And so you want to know what, how other people ruin their lives? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yes. Adulting. Take I, two. I guess that's a that's a very um blunt way of putting. This is kind of like the premise. Candy, like the same plot where um J- J- Jerry. <laughs> ends up in prison and has to go back to high school. Got that? Are you having to go back to high school? Is that where or college? Is that how this is going? You know what? I have a fantasy of just being like, because I feel like I'm young looking, that I could maybe pull it off. That I could just go back to high school, start over. I wouldn't be able to do sports anymore because I, I just don't have the joints for it anymore. I'm, you know, have the old joints. That uh, not that you're serious. You're being funny, but like that. The you know kind of thinking like uh, where I used to do this a lot where it's like oh if I could go back in time and change this or whatever, but then it's like yeah well in your fantasy it's like you make all these good decisions and everything good you currently have still exists but it's like that would not happen like let's say I you know butterfly effect it I went back and actually was good at basketball in high school and not the fucking worst uh, maybe I don't meet my wife maybe my beautiful three year old son is not born. You know? Oh yeah. So, yeah. Wait, how are you how are you bad at basketball? You're seven foot five. Uh exactly. I'm seven foot five. <laughs> um they call me uh El Gigante. Um No, I just was bad. I, I didn't really get it until after high school. When I was in college or whatever, and then like afterwards we would play pickup games, I was like, Oh, be aggressive. Like I just I just I guess I was like a little bit I don't know. I just was not skilled or something like that. But yeah, I was bad at basketball, which is, yeah, disappointing because I'm 6'6", mm-hmm. uh, which thank you for letting me state my height. Uh, it's <laughs> You're fun. welcome. I want to bring it up right away because <laughs> um, it's like people can't see me, uh, but I still want them to know that I tower over them. <laughs> and so, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I was just, I was bad. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so one thing that I like to do on this is kind of make like, uh, I guess, assumptions or I don't want to say predictions because it's in the past, but I just kind of want to guess at what you were like in your like late teens and 20s. Um, Do we need to pause for the drop? Okay, so we did. You need to fix this fucking show because right now you need to press a button and it goes pass predictions. I paused. I paused for the drop. There was no drop. You. I add the drop in later. What's your editor's name? Johan? Johan, if you're listening to this later, you got to put it here. I'll do the drops for you. Okay. <laughs> Pass predictions. Adulting. Take two. <laughs> you say the take two part. Okay. Take two. Okay, don't okay. say it like an idiot. Okay. Just use your voice. Take like, two. Oh, boy. Okay. Why are you like a mouse? In <laughs> Just in your normal speaking voice. That is my no- uh, take two. There we go. It's <laughs> my normal voice. It's not. This is all we hear is your voice. What an obvious lie. It is my voice. No. Okay. It, 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 the question? Now that we have that sick ass, Johan, edit that in. That sick ass drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no. So uh, I'm going to make some predictions yes. about what I feel like you were like. Um, Here comes a sick drop. And I'm going to guess. Okay. I'm going to guess that you were probably always introverted. And this is when? Always a smart ass. This is forever or like uh, what ages is this? This is like from, we'll say 17, 17 to 30. You didn't get pregnant until how, how, when? 19, right? 18. 18. Okay. Then why are we starting a year in? Uh, wow. The math doesn't add up, folks. Doesn't Jesus add up. Jesus Christ. Because, like... because those are like formative years. That's okay. when a lot of people was gra- like were graduating high school. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. It's when I want to start. This is it's your when, show. It's my fucking this is show. Your show. It's my fucking show. Please don't yell at me. Okay. This is, you're uh, the worst guest I've ever had no, in the show. It's crazy. I'm getting, it's weird, real time feedback now. People are loving it. You're, <laughs> I uh, am getting, we're getting calls. <laughs> yeah. You're, um, what's that fucking thing called? Your Discord's blowing up. Is that a thing? <laughs> it is a thing. Um, Your subreddit. Oh, God. Yeah. You can tell how old I am. I'm just like saying ordinary things and thinking it's like a hip reference. Uh, Twitter is blowing up right now. <laughs> Put this show on Snapchat. Sorry, 17 to win? Wow. I don't think you know how Snapchat works. 30. We'll say 30. You're right. I fucking don't. 1730. Well, I mean, that's the thing. There's, um, what were your predictions? Always introverted. Always introverted. Always a fucking smart ass. I'm going to say you didn't get into big trouble, got along with your family. Oh, there's just the two. I don't know why I was expecting more. Um, I don't know. I changed so much, I feel like, every kind of three years. Yeah? I mean, but yeah, I introverted to a degree. I mean, I, I didn't even, uh, you know, like I always had anxiety around like social situations, um, but with my friends... You know, it could not shut me up. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like uh, I've like after comedy shows, because um, if you recall from the opening, I'm a comedy uh, funny guy, comedian. Funny guy. <laughs> wow. I'm a comedian. Um, like we would do shows and then I would like book it. Like people would be like, hey, we're hanging afterwards. I'm like, yeah, cool, man. And then I'm gone. Like I just. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, kind of like my hero, Spider-Man. I think I developed a sense of humor as more of a defense mechanism for not when I say defense, I'm defending against not being liked, not like um, being afraid. Doctor Octopus is gonna gonna kill me. Um, and what was the second one? Always a smartass. Yeah, I looking back on it, especially because uh, now that I have a kid, I'm being forced to think about how I was when I was younger, and could not have been more sarcastic as a kid. 
And I just was thinking about like how sarcastic I was around my parents. And I was like, I cannot believe they did not uh, strangle me. Because, I mean, imagine this is a good idea or whatever. Not even like funny sarcasm, just like your baseline shitty oh. person. <laughs> but then I yeah. think I, I, I stopped at some point. Um, yeah. I mean, I, yes. At, at some point I realized like nobody likes this. And uh, I might have been college when I figured that out. Or afterwards, I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're pretty close. I'd say, I'd say, uh, I'm eighty uh, percent those things you said. Okay, all right. So you did like a like a medical observation or like kind of clinical class. Was that in high school or college? Uh, yeah. So my parents had this idea that I was like super smart, and uh, clearly not. Where'd they get that? Yeah. No, I think I, you know cheating on a test when I was like two or something like that. I, I was really good at uh, putting shapes together or something. Um, and so they really wanted me to be a doctor and my sister too. And so they like forced us to do all this, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say force. Let's stick with it. They forced us to do all this like medical stuff. And in high school, I had to take this class called clinical rotation where every, you know, it's like every other day, or every week you go to like a different department of a hospital and you know, you like look around and get traumatized. Then, <laughs> uh, I also, I have a joke about this. I kind of combined two things into it. Another experience I had was um, to, you know, they thought this would be like a good resume builder. So I got sent to this thing. It was called like the national youth leadership conference on medicine. And so we, we went to Houston for me. I went to Houston for 10 days and like you, like during the day, you take these like seminars. We're fucking, I'm 17, if that, you know? And so they're talking about, it's completely going over my head. Um, I'm not paying attention at all. Um, I'm drawing pretty heavily in whatever they've given me because uh, I have ma- massive undiagnosed ADD. And um, <laughs> then at night, they like put us in like social situations. And it's like, I don't want one fucking part of this. But. <laughs> Uh, then, but like during the day, they'd be like, let's do some activities with these kids. And they like take us different places in Houston. And I ended up going to the Galleria twice, the Galleria mall. Um, what did you do at the Galleria? Why'd they have you there? Cause you just walk around and I bought uh, a book that was one of my favorite books for a really long time. Life after God by Douglas Copeland. And, uh, mm. then I also, I remember buying the mall rat soundtrack there at like a Sam Goody for like, <laughs> I think CDs normally wow. cost like $12. It was like $21. You bought, wait, that's so, that's, I feel like that's so like quintessential of our time growing up. Yeah. It's just to buy the Mallrats soundtrack at Sam Goody at the Galleria. Mall. Yeah. <laughs> and at the social um, stuff, like I just, you know, I just like hang by myself until it was over. I'd like listen to my CD or read a book or something like that. And I was in a room with two dudes. One was named Robin. The other was named Apollo. I know. And Apollo, awesome power (laughs) name, but he was like this douche. But of course he was like, dude, I fingered this chick. And we were like, whoa. And then the next night he'd be like, this chick wants to hang out with me. And I'm like, not into it anymore. It's like, well, you didn't finger her, bro. (laughs) But the worst, the worst part of it is like this guy, Robin, we didn't really talk a whole lot. And then last night we were, last night we were there, we were kind of talking and I was like, this guy, Apollo seems like a fucking idiot. And Rob was like, I know he's so stupid. And we start laughing. And me and Robin are like, holy shit, are we best friends? Why did we wait until night 10 to like actually talk to each other? And like, 
it sucked uh, and i i didn't like keep in touch with him or anything uh but yeah um that was a little tangent oh uh, there you go was that what was your question <laughs> yeah so no I, yeah I, it knows like no aptitude towards medicine i didn't enjoy seeing blood i remember i tried to get a job one summer as like a vet assistant mm-hmm. and they're doing like mouth surgery on a dog i was like almost passed out i almost passed out a couple times in the hospital um but yeah it it, it's it's funny because I have a relative in the hospital right now, and it's but doing that thing was the first that is time. funny. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> I hate you. Um, it was the first time I realized that like oh nursing and doctoring is a job. Like it, even though there's people lives here, it's still a job because the nurses, the way they'd be like caring for the sick person, they'd be like yeah yeah I don't see the Cowboys winning this weekend you know or whatever, and it just was like oh you guys don't give a shit oh you do but this is just a job. Um, yeah, I don't think that was some great revelation, but anyway. No, yeah, no, I I asked, I have a friend who's an anesthesiologist, and I asked him one time, like, what do you guys do while people are under? Do you guys just have conversations, or are you focused? And he's like, what do you talk about at work? And I was like, oh, you're just having, like, just normal conversations over, like, an unconscious open person while you're doing surgery. That's so fucking weird yeah. but i remember like there's been two times that i've been wheeled into surgery and not quite like out yet and they're like just blasting music and they're like yeah. oh yeah your doctor really likes this band or whatever and i was like what <laughs> okay <laughs> that music's pretty loud for you're about to put my ankle back together pretty loud <laughs> my wife had a c-section and at some point, she's like, I feel nauseous. And the anesthesiologist who's on his phone was like, you feel nauseous? And she's like, yeah. And he like turned a knob without looking up from his phone. <laughs> but yeah, I remember when they were like operating on my wife, the doctors were talking about the music their kids listen to. And she was like, she's like, it's just grades for me. As long as they get the homework done, I don't care what they watch or listen to or whatever. And I was like, oh, thank you. That sounds like a good, good strategy. Yeah. Oh, that makes kids sense. today, white supremacists. No. Oh. Yeah, Listen to Leonard Skinner. They got radicalized. <laughs> by Leonard Skinner. Yeah. Uh, did you ever have like a rebellious phase or an emo phase? I can't imagine you as an emo, but. I mean, I uh, I don't, I think I tried to be like sad and just couldn't pull it off. Um, <laughs> I think just like nobody cared. They're just like, you're, you know. I don't know if I was like a a tiny guy like Britize, I uh, uh, I would maybe have a better shot at it, or you know if you don't know what Bright Eyes looks like, uh, Tobey Maguire from Spider Man Three. Um, but I I I didn't have a rebellious phase. I just it was constantly kind of like pushing up against my parents a little bit, like trying to stay out later and later and that kind of thing. I did get in trouble, and I did have like some knockdown dragout fights in college because they didn't like a girl that I was dating. But um, I never full on rebelled. My older sister, who uh, was perfect in every way, did have like a definite like a couple moments of like, oh, you really are going for it. And then like back down. But I think, you know, because I was more of a steady stream of like trying to get away with stuff. It never really felt like rebellious. It just felt like uh, just kind of getting in trouble or whatever. Yeah. I guess you like slow leaked yours. Through that and probably the sarcasm, right? Yeah, but I also probably, I mean, like, but I also, I mean, uh, I didn't drink in high school. I didn't really, like, go to parties where there was drugs or alcohol. Um, so I, I was a pretty lame kid. I was not cool. So, I mean, my rebellious phase was, like, 
oh, we got mad at you for watching an X-Files episode that uh, was against the Bible or something. And I'm like, I'm watching it anyway. Like, you know, <laughs> not exactly. James Dean. Uh, but yeah. uh, um, did you, so. But you, did you have a rebellious phase up before getting knocked up? Yes and no. So I, I guess my parents were super strict, but I think around the time I was 17, I was always at school or work or like with my friends. Where did you work? Uh, I worked at a department store uh, that I'm not going to say the name of because uh, definitely stole from there. Um, okay, statue of limitations is gone or whatever, unless you like <laughs> stole a diamond or an organ. I did steal a diamond and an organ. Um, uh, well, what's the... Uh... What is not the name of the department store? <laughs> this is, so give me another department store name. Definitely not the one. Oh, okay. It's definitely not. It's not J.C. Penney's. My sister okay. worked there. I didn't work there. But I... No, I, Amber, you're supposed to say the actual name of the store there. <laughs> but we prefaced it with definitely not this one. You didn't wink, so I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I, so, uh, no. Um, was it Dillard's? It was Bell's. Bell's? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. So... But, Amber shaking her head at me. It's definitely not bells. Definitely not bells. Wink. There is that better? <laughs> That's better. Thank you. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah. But I, I shoplifted from a lot of places. Uh, that being one of them. Uh, yeah, I dated a boy with earrings and frosted tips uh, Wait, who smoked cigarettes. Place? Yeah. Okay. And yeah, this was like when I was sixteen, seventeen. Did but, you ever get busted 17. for shoplifting? No, we didn't get. Well, we didn't get busted, busted, but as we were getting into my car, a guy who worked at one of the stores that we shoplifted from came outside and he was like, hey, just so you know, we can't prove it, but we know y'all are stealing. <laughs> I can't prove it, but suck my dick. That's what I would have said to him. Yeah, and we were just like, all right, well, we have about 20 CDs, so... Bell sold CDs? No, it wasn't there. It was oh. it was a different place. Oh. I mean, I yeah, if I had gotten caught to that point i would have gotten fired another girl that i worked with also stole and she did get caught she did get fired Whoa. and so i never i never stole again after that man there was a uh i went to starbucks for a little bit and um this friend of mine got me the job and a friend of hers she got me the job because she's like this other friend of hers just got fired and i showed up and i was like oh what? why did your friend get fired and she's like oh she was stealing from the tip jar and i was like she was that means, look, stealing from Starbucks is really easy because they don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, they're like, oh, you want to sample this? Just put in the registry that you took it. Like, we don't just, we don't care. Just for inventory purposes, tell us that you stole it. Um, but stealing from the tip jar, that's stealing from your friends. Yeah. How would you still be friends with that person? She stole money from you. Unless it's like, you know, I don't know. She needed a certain amount of money, a certain amount of time, or... uh some crooks were going to carve her up or something. Yeah, yeah. Like they were going to come after Sorry, her that legs. was not. She just edited that part out. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'll cut it. I'm going to leave all the bad parts and cut out all the good ones because you were some commercials in here. Bridge those awkward gaps. <laughs> Who wants to sponsor Amber Bixby figuring Bells? Bells, will you sponsor me? Hey, everyone. <laughs> this is Amber Bixby here. You're getting your shit together? The best place to go is Bells. We got it all. Belts, I assume. Clothes, literal bells. If you enter, uh, uh, what would be your password code? Bixbo uh, into 
online, you get 12% off your first order of only bells. Okay, that's not going to work. <laughs> well, try somebody else. I Get a mattress. Casper? Casper. They'll, they'll do anything. Betonsports.com. <laughs> It's interesting that, that that mattress company is named after a ghost. It's just ask you're asking for sleep paralysis, oh, right? Do you remember Maggie May's joke about that? No. Maggie May, so funny. So fucking funny. She's got a joke. She's like, uh she's like, Yeah, yeah. I don't know why kids like that <laughs> joke Casper. It's like, hey, uh kids, you wanna hear about a dead one of you? Anyway. <laughs> Where, I about? loved that show because of course i did yeah but i loved that that was one of my favorite shows when i was a kid man and the movie i love the movie too but the cartoon was great um yeah with uh, bill pullman yeah bill i don't know why i think this pronunciation is so funny it's really annoying love that Uh, (laughs) yeah i it's funny how many like shows and stuff where the plot was just like uh they're rich, like <laughs> Richie Rich. He's a rich kid. I think I used to watch a show called like um, Beverly Hills High or something like that. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that show? Yes, it was a cartoon show, and there was like a really popular girl, and she made another student her butler because I guess he, he just it was like the first cucking, uh, one of the most prominent <laughs> cuckings on uh, cart- kids' cartoon shows. And he just worked as this other kid's butler, like he drove her around or whatever. She made him wear a little, little um. What do you call it? Uh, tuxedo. Oh, she made him wear a tuxedo. Yeah. I could be misremembering well. this because I haven't seen the show since it aired. Oh, yeah. So, But yeah, a lot of those kids' shows and movies were about like uh, Blank Check, which that had that house. Have you been to it? It's here in Austin. Never seen Blank Check. That's... Wow. Okay. Is well, that, that was the, that was a great movie. The premise great. is like people get turned on by car accidents. Mm. Oh, that's Crash. Sorry. That's David Cronenberg's Wow. <laughs> No, I know the premise of Blank Check. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that was filmed in Austin? Uh, the mansion is here in Austin. Oh, okay. You can like uh, look it up and go see it. I took Elena and she's like, I don't know what this is. I've never oh. seen that movie. <laughs> and I was like, it's whoa. Yeah. When we went to LA for the first time, me and my wife, we had to go see the uh, Six Feet Under house. And then real quick, this is not a, what you're talking about. But you know, uh, there's that show Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. There's a scene where uh, Walter White, played by uh, Malcolm in the Middle's Brian Cranston, he gets mad because his wife effed another dude, ex-wife, and uh, he throws a pizza on a roof. And uh, the creator of Breaking Bad was like, fans of the show, please stop throwing pizzas on this lady's roof. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, that's so funny. And now I definitely want to do it. So <laughs> if I'm ever in Albuquerque, first of all, I probably have a meth problem. Second, uh, I'm, I'm definitely tossing a pie on that lady's roof. Fuck, I don't give a shit. She's getting pizza. Whoever lives there. Sorry. Holy sorry. shit. You get a pizza on your roof. That's so funny. Or I'll pizza on everyone house. else's roof in the neighborhood except hers. I think that maybe will still be a satisfying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. She can't. I'm sure that they get pizza sometimes because they got, oh, fuck, we got the wrong house. Let's go get another pizza. Yeah. So you're admitting to past crimes. I'm admitting to future ones. That could be a theme of the show. Oh, I that like That could be another this. sick drop. You ready, Johan? Do, 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 crime time. How about that? <laughs> or actually, play like the. Is that from Dragnet? Yeah. So play that, Johan. Get that. Crime time? Little There's like a little question y version. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We'll do Amber's mouse version. Crime time. Okay, a little bit more energy. Crime time. There we go. Boom. Johan just chopped that out. Chippity chop. And then you got a sick ass drop. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that this is turning into Shock Jock Radio. Oh, I love a good Shock Jock Radio. <laughs> there used to be a show like Tony Bruno, or whatever they had to like read sports, they would play the, <laughs> the current affair, ultimate erection sound. <laughs> that show was probably also the most sexist thing on the planet did you ever watch uh parks and rec where oh. they have they have, they have oh, yeah. <laughs> what is it oh crazy ira and the douche yeah. it was like nick crow and john glazer or something like that <laughs> yeah 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 so good uh all right so you went to you went to college right i did go to college yes you're you're private investigator struck gold again great uh did you were you in a dorm I was in a dorm. Did you, what was that like? I always, because I always feel like, yeah, I went to college, but I I lived in family housing, mm-hmm. but I've always had this like image in my head of like what college, like, oh, it's like, oh man, it must be so cool to like live in the dorm and you get to know all these people and you party all the time and you have like those like themed parties where everybody just wanders in and out of everybody's room. That actually sounds like a nightmare, but I always thought it was cool. Until so, just now. You gave birth to your daughter when you were 18. 19. 19. And then when did you go to college? I went I went to college. I started college uh, right, I think right when I turned 18. And then I took, I took some time off. I took oh. a semester off to have her. And then later on, I, think I took a year off, uh, save up money. So I'm, I'm a little, I mean, just. So what was your thinking? And I, this is going to sound negative, uh, but you got a kid and uh, you're a young lady and you were like, this isn't enough work. I'm also going to go to school. Was that just because you were like a go getter and you were like, I'm going to keep my education because this will help or something. That just seems like a lot, Amber. Well, it's before I realized that college is a scam. College is a scam. Um, I know we got a lot of impressionable teens listening to this because uh, uh uh, Martha Kelly. <laughs> I was going to make some joke that was like way too many steps. Yeah, I know a lot of uh, euphoria. Of this because uh, like we had a guest from Euphoria on. Um, oh yeah! Emmy Shout nominated. out to Martha yeah. with that Emmy nom. Martha Kelly Emmy nominated. Um, uh, yes. What what are we talking about? Oh yeah. So okay. Well, so yeah, don't go to college, kids. There we go. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, I feel like it makes sense if you're going to be like an engineer. Or you're going to go into medicine or something super sciencey or whatever. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, I had started so when I got pregnant, I was a year into college. I found out in the summer. I found out like June twenty fifth or sixth. Oh, okay, For some reason I thought you were a, a high school slut. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> nope, just a regular college one. Uh, regular uh, college I've seen your work. Um, no, so well, I graduated. So I graduated young. I started high school was thirteen. I graduated at seventeen. Um, so I started just because college. You, you started school at a younger age, or because you were well, because my smart or something. No, I'm smart or something. I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, but my birthday is like right before the like cutoff. Like oh, yeah, you had yeah, to yeah. turn five by September first. My birthday's August twenty sixth. No, absolutely no. She's <laughs> no, she's You're calling her mom a college slim. She's no, she was home. You'd be in big trouble. She's a wrestler. Yeah, so. I've, I know. I'd make a doubt. I'd scared to death of her. Uh, but yeah. So, um, so I, I, at that point, 
but I, I was so lost. I didn't know what to do. And I was just like, oh, I'm going to end up working service industry, multiple jobs. I'm not going to be able to provide for this kid if, unless I like finish my uh, degree. I had no idea I was going to be like ruined by student loan debt. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. College is such a scam. I mean, go. Sorry. Keep going. No. And so my uh, my sister had her daughter young. She got married and had a baby young and she never went to college. And she's always like, oh, I missed out on college. But I, I'm like, you don't have all that debt, though. And you make more money than I do and you do well for yourself I don't know I I don't think that you missed out on anything but I guess I'm doing the same thing when I think about dorm life where I'm like I bet if I missed out on that thing yeah um and I'll, I'll get to talking about my dorm experience in a second I mean so I, I have a kid and you know at some point you're like oh he's he, you know you should start investing uh in high-end action figures uh and then you'll be able to sell them for new to college uh, no, I was, we're like, oh, we should put a college fund together. And I was like, man, I don't even know if this kid wants to go to college. Will college even be around? <laughs> so we're kind of splitting it up a little bit. Um, but, but yeah, because it's like, you know, you're told from a very young age, like you go to college, you go to college. It just seems like the next thing. Like mm-hmm. when you graduate middle school, you're not like, should I go to high school or should I enter the workforce? <laughs> you, just, you just go to high school. And so like, I just kind of, that's what college felt like. And it's funny because uh, I went to the University of Texas at Austin and, you know, it's really hard to change majors. and They do not tell you that. So when you're applying to school on this online application, there's like a little box next to your major. And you're like, I guess it'll be journalism. And it's like no one is telling you they're like, no, this is way too important. Just, How old are you? You shouldn't be. Don't go to college. Like, uh, so, yeah, I mean. That's so is, crazy. Uh, just yeah. sorry to interrupt. Yeah. I changed majors like seven or eight times. Mm. At my college, it was like, "Oh, you wanna you wanna do something different? Cool, okay." Changing majors within your school was relatively easy. I mean, I did have to like, you know, jump through some hoops because I changed from journal. I was like, journalism seems too profitable. I'll be communication <laughs> studies. Um, but I think if I wanted to like switch over to business or something like that, I would have had to have like wept in front of some Freemasons or something like that. Um, Man, because I went from pre-nursing to psychology to biology to journalism. I just kept going from one thing back to psychology, and then I wound up with psychology and second major English. I think if I had to do over again, uh, which I would not choose that, but I think, to rephrase that, I think I would have had a better time if I was a... Uh, radio, television, film, RTF major, which I don't know why those three are grouped together. Not a lot of radio majors, but um, but my friend, uh, my friend's brother, uh, shout out Hondo Aguilar. Uh, I don't know what he's doing, but he had like a show on cable access in San Antonio for a while. But he um, <laughs> he said that an RTF degree is about as useful as a Happy Meal box, and he gave my parents such a perfect little sound bite. So whenever I was like, I think I want to be RTF. They're like, it's about as useful as a happy meal box. I got like shoved right in my fucking face. Oh, and, God damn it. Thing, every degree is almost like that useful. It's kind of like who you meet or what you're interested in or something mm-hmm. like, um, so yeah, I, I went to school and I went to UT cause that's where my friends were going. And my sister went, I didn't really like think too hard about it. I grew up in San Antonio or we moved around a lot, but I went to high school in San Antonio. 
And I stayed in a dorm. Uh, shout out Jiga3E, Jester Florist. Um, and I, I lived with my best friend, Raul, which, you know, it, it is crazy. I know some other people were talking about on your show staying with strangers, which might have been good, might have been bad. Because, you know, I've never lived outside of my house before at this point, And now I'm living with my friend. And, of course, we almost ruined our friendship by like getting on each other's nerves. But then at the end of the year, we hated our other friends so much that like me and him like rebonded. Ah, oh, there you go. We were best friends. We were, I was best man at his wedding. He was best man at my wedding. Shout out Raul. Uh, if you get personally <laughs> injured in San Antonio and need a lawyer, let me know. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, we lived on the athlete's dorm, which we're not athletes. We just happened to be on the floor. It's because you were tall. Well, we I think we applied for like a, a suite, quote unquote. And a suite meant... That you shared a bathroom with one other room instead of just like one communal bath for everybody. Um, and I do remember the people on the opposite side, our sweet mates, knock like one of them knocking on our bedroom door. Sweet mates. High AF, just like one, trying to hide from somebody and like hiding under our desk or something like that. I don't know why. Oh, God. But um, this may shock you, Amber, but uh, UT football players don't have to study a lot. And so we did not have crazy dorm parties, but they did. And so we'd come home and our dorm would be fucking trashed. Uh, or uh. trying to study and they'd be like up all night. Um, Chris Sims was on my floor uh, <laughs> down the hall and uh, we said, what's up? Um, Whoa, you were best friends. With this weird, as now was like a, a reference no one gets. Uh, the only thing I remember is uh, I don't know if I don't even remember what position he played. It was it was Lee Jackson? If that's if any UT football fans listen to this, but he had a Winnie the Pooh alarm clock, <laughs> and it just it went off one time and he was not home. So I'm in my dorm and it's like, oh my god it was the kind of thing where it's like can i break down his door would that would that help how much does that song like or that that music trigger you now oh i find it super pleasant i love winnie the pooh um no it was just like it's like one day i think i left uh but yeah i mean it was all right it's just like you know it was a lot of money and i when i was in college is when i uh, I had a radio show on the college radio station. I started doing a comic strip in the school paper. I did stand up a couple times. Um, and I did take a couple classes where I do feel like I it changed the way I think. And for the better. And I was exposed to a wider world. And I know people don't like this word. But I think it is the first time I sort of be, started to become a little bit, you know, woke. Like I sort of was like. And not using woke in the way where people do jerk off motions with their hands, but the idea of like being awakened to other people's experiences. Mm-hmm. I did not get a fucking job. For, <laughs> you know, like the only reason I got a job is because, uh, again, a friend of mine was like, hey, I work at this place. And the guy who hired me liked my comic strip in the school paper. So like it. And uh, yeah, so I mean, I, you know, college is this game. Uh, if you just given me that money, I probably would have fucked around with it or whatever. But I later, I was like middle management at a crookedy learning company for a while. And then a friend of mine 
just graduated with like a uh, advertising degree. And I was like, advertising? You get to be creative there? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, you know what? I, uh, that sounds good. And so I like went back to grad school for advertising. And my first day there, I'm like, kids, these other grad students look very young. And like, oh, no, you're taking the same class as like the undergrad ad students. It's like, oh, so instead of wasting six years of my life at an e-learning company, I could have just done this when I was eight. Okay, great. Um, so that's cool. So, yeah, I did that. Um, but now, yeah. So, but now the things are okay. Yeah. 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 But I, again, you know, it's like I, I honestly, I think it would not hurt everybody to, to not go to school right away. Like get a job, live for a fucking year, or at the very least, if you're gonna like like I moved from San Antonio to Austin, my first day in Austin shouldn't be two days before school starts. You know, I, you should move up there in the summer. Don't live in a fucking dorm; it's a scam. Um, get a cheap ass apartment or whatever. Learn how to cook. Take a home <laughs> ec class. Don't be such a stupid idiot. <laughs> I love that advice. Don't be such a stupid idiot. Don't be such a stupid idiot. <laughs> Uh, fuck you need to fuck first they should be like don't you gotta fuck before you come here <laughs> that's a little checkbox. <laughs> have you have you fucked yet yes no i think so <laughs> no, if you think so the answer is yes you did of course don't even question it you came uh, outside your pants into a sleeping bag if you say you fucked so i have a question so um Uh-oh. <laughs> so how how did you like balance like life in your 20s like life having these like life experiences with being an introvert well um you know i kind of um i sort of would always like uh it's funny i was thinking about this earlier after listening to a previous episode of your podcast i think that i bow, bow, bow. is that a good what is, no, what is, is, that, that, is that, that that wasn't a good drop what, i'll work on my drops the drop though Johan, no, that's no, no. a what, bad drop. Yeah, no, but what's the category? Of, the other one's like, here's a confession about a crime. Here's a past prediction. What is that drop? And that's about, you're about to say something insightful. Drop. Okay, so what's the what's the word that goes with it? Uh... Okay, we need to bring in this. this. First of all, honestly, scrap all these episodes. Rethink it. Let's relaunch this bad boy. Uh, okay. So this, But these are the, okay, so look. I occasionally listen to WTF with Mark Marin, and it's kind of funny because you know you're listening to him talking to uh, somebody, and like the next day, and the news cycle will like pick up a part of it, where it's like uh, you know I listened to the Sam Elliott interview, and I was like okay, and the next day it's like Sam Elliott's uh, homophobic, which he kind of was. That's you know, oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. So, but like these are the moments that people are going to pick up on. So tomorrow, when the trades after this comes out, I'll be like Mac, you know. So this this is like a patented amber moment. Hopefully not one where I'm transphobic or whatever Sam Elliott was, but more where it's something revealing. Um, so I don't know. Think about that. Like, what is this? Is a, a Bixby moment or something? Like magical moments with Amber. Beep, boop, boop, beep, boop. What the fuck? Oh, I can't do that one. Oh, can I? Just, can't like, steal it. This, this could just, just be your Marin moment. <laughs> yeah. Marin-esque moments. <laughs> you good, man? I can't do Mark Marin either. I don't want to. Um <laughs> Seem so what's your thing? <laughs> so what's your thing? <laughs> um, so funny now that he's like an actor because there was like a phrase or a phase when he was like, as an actor, it was like, here we go, Mark. Um, anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, see, so he started that podcast and was like, how, so how did, how did how did your career work out? 
Why is it mine working out? And I'm starting this podcast, and I'm like, how were your 20s? And now I'm going to start mine. Oh, there you go. You did it. And then you'll be in glow 20 years from now. Uh, What was your question? Yeah. I think I surrounded myself with a group of friends, and I think I always had them as a buffer. And I think what I did is I just never did anything by myself. Okay. Like, uh, including, like, like, I never saw movies by myself. And... Like, I would always, like, drag a friend to go see a movie that I don't even know if they wanted to see. It's like, you know, you can see the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern by yourself, Mac. You don't need to, like, torture a friend into that or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I also, you know, I it was just more like uh, Arrested Development in a way. First of all, I love the show. Second, you know, I would go to my job, which was pretty easy. And then, like, Thursday nights we would hang out and play poker and probably drink too much and then like show up work the next day, like not feeling our best, which I can't imagine doing any of those five things <laughs> now <laughs> staying up late drinking or like not, you know, uh, but yeah, so it kind of took me a while to get my life to, which is kind of why I was saying earlier, I just feel like I changed so much because, uh, you mentioned at some point you about not being nostalgic or you don't like looking back or how did you phrase it? I'm not very sentimental. Yeah, I'm not sentimental for my youth either uh, because I feel like I'm looking at a different person. I don't feel like I became who I currently am until maybe about like 34 or 5. I'm, I'm uh, 68 now. Um, yeah. No, I'm 41 as of this podcast recording. Uh, so, yeah, you know, I feel like I've been... Um, you know, basically like a little bit before I got married, I I think I became the, the Mac you see today. Uh, so there you go. Interesting. Okay. So uh, we talked about this the other day, uh, but not on the podcast. Uh, obviously, <laughs> I'm killing it. Um, but you got you got married before there were dating apps. So you remember a- I said this was off the record. <laughs> so yeah i met, so, her, I met her, uh my feral wife at work uh yeah she was she'd eat out of the dumpster and we left some food out for her one time oh, and we're like we got to get this lady uh teach her how to talk because she's living like an animal uh, <laughs> and then you know we bonded or something yeah there's okay. some ethical like should you raise a human from an animal-like existence and then marry them is that appropriate you know yeah i mean that's basically the the plot of uh, splash right oh does tom is <laughs> it i've ever is daryl hannah is that the mermaid i forget i think so. that mer- sounds right yeah whoever the mermaid is <laughs> is she like does she not speak english She's like, like a uh klingon or whatever i don't think she i don't think it's been so long since i've seen the movie i don't think she speaks english uh but he he joins the the mer mer world he becomes a merman. Mm-hmm. Okay. He, he jumps into the ocean. She, they kiss, and he, she turns him into a mermaid. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I gotta check out Splash. Is there any nudity in it? I mean, I don't know what. Do I see Tom Hanks as dong? Um, <laughs> do I see as like mer, mer dong? In I'll the nineties, absolutely not. Yeah. Maybe today, Cloaca? if they made it today. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. You had that in your notes. Cloaca question mark. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Hard R, hard sci-fi reboot of uh of Splash. Where <laughs> can she transform into a human? 
Well, so th that's somehow she kind of did. I just remember seeing her in the bathtub just having to like, I like a whale, that, yeah, I think like that, a whale having to stay like with water on her. I think that was using the commercial <laughs> for whatever syndicated, uh, you know, whatever local network was airing Splash. I'm more familiar with Luca. I'm more of a Luca man than a Splash man. I know how those sea monsters work. There's sea monsters in the water, humans on land. Um, I don't know if you can kiss someone and turn them into a sea monster. You can't. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't know what this podcast is. I do. Okay. Right. Uh, uh, sorry, what was your question about Splash? I haven't seen it. <laughs> no. Uh, I Okay. Have you ever been asked to like leave somewhere? Have you ever been kicked out of somewhere? Oh. Um, no. No. Oh, I was asking you about dating. We'll go back. Oh yeah, yeah. So okay. I didn't do the dating apps. Yeah. So you, so you just had to like meet someone. Because now the dating apps nightmare. It's like a catalog, and then you got to have this like opening line of like, "Hey," because you can't just be like, "Hey, how you doing?" Yeah. They don't like that. No, I man, I would, I would not fare well at all on dating apps. Because uh, you know, as most of my attraction, as you know, Amber is pheromone based, and uh, <laughs> I, I'm not turning them on now. <laughs> All right. I am excreting a scent, but it's like a calming scent that I normally use before I kill people. But I'm not going <laughs> to murder you or recording. There's too much evidence. Oh, well. Um, so, I mean, uh, this isn't live. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how to work that thing. <laughs> Plus, I, I made a big show when I came in here. I was bragging your neighbors. I was like, I'm recording a podcast. What have you done, bitch? <laughs> and this old man was like, don't call me bitch. And I was like, all right. I'm going to make fun of your Italian accent, though. He's like, it's really not that strong. And I was like, oh, I'm going to make it seem like it is. Can't uh, believe you talked to Mario and Luigi like that. Yeah. Well, look, their names are not Mario. It's Giuseppe and uh, and Greg. So the fact that you call it Mario <laughs> Luigi, you're more bigoted than I am. I'm pretty bigoted. No, um, I don't want you using that as a drop. I'm pretty bigoted. <laughs> You uh, did Sam Elliott yourself. Look at that. Oh, no, fuck, I did. <laughs> scary cowboys. You <laughs> see those cowboys hugging and makes me so mad. Power of the dog. Benedict Cabrera shit is kissing and hugging. The tight chest rippling muscles makes me sore. I'm just like, beef's what's for dinner, but I. What do you think Benedict Cumberbatch's cowboy dick is like? Is it smooth? <laughs> but it's uncircumcised. And then when the head pops out, it, it smells good. I don't know. That started as a Sam Elliott impression. It just went to like, I'm not good at impressions, Amber. No, you're great. Your Shaq is incredible. Thank you. I do. I got to have Shaq on this Oh, he, will he call up later? <laughs> I would love to have Shaq call in. was like, you should do Shaq on, like, dress up like Shaq. And I'm like, you're a fucking racist. That's a terrible idea. Hey, um, you can't do that. Uh, what was the question? Uh, okay. Oh, before dating apps. Yeah. Okay. So did you, would you like approach people or you kind of wait to be approached or you just kind of become friends with them? And then like, how do you, how do you, how did you meet people? How do you meet people? I didn't Amber. Are you <laughs> listening to your own podcast? I would just like, it would either be. You're a, married. It worked. Yeah. Because you tricked one. How do I trick we one? We worked together. <laughs> and then my previous person I dated, uh, before that for a very long time was just, uh, in my friend group. Mm -hmm. So you would just sort of like, um, yeah, I was bad at asking people out, uh, or else, uh, yeah. Um, also I think I was bad at realizing when people were interested in me, uh, like oblivious or yeah, no, yeah. Kind of oblivious. Yeah. Um, or else I'd get like a, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so we, you know, it was, it was just somebody I, I worked, I worked with 
Yes. Yeah. So yeah, you just, you just wait until you work with somebody you're, you're going to love forever. <laughs> That's my advice to everyone. And if it, you change jobs, change jobs until it happens or stay in the same job. Yeah, maybe I'll have to change jobs because uh, I only pretty much only work with women. I, and I'm not attracted to women. Isn't so it's not located out. here in Austin. You should work there. It seems like a lot of real horny, despicable men work there. Uh, <laughs> probably find some dude. I have no qualifications for that job, but uh, maybe I'll just go in and wink a lot and things will be all right. Yeah. So I'll be like, you should listen to my stick podcast. Pew, pew, pew. Oh, shit. The, 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 the drops. <laughs> So, um, you, I know, I know you went to JFL, but you go, did you travel anywhere else? You leave the country? JFL, if you're not familiar, is just for laughs comedy yeah, festival. No it's in Montreal. It's like the worst credit. <laughs> People like saying it when it's wearing on stage, like, hey, did just for laughs Montreal? Someone's like, I don't know. He's been to Montreal. It's the most coveted or one of, I don't want to get in trouble here, but one of the most coveted credits, I feel like. Oh, yeah, it was great. It was a fucking scam. Uh, <laughs> I wasted a lot of money and a lot of time uh, doing that thing. Thank you for nothing. They don't fly you out? They sure fucking don't. They don't fly me out. They don't put me up. But I get to audition for uh, agents who did not like my comedy, I guess. Um, I did rush the first performance, which I think was the one I was supposed to do really good at. And I did really good at the second one, which nobody, I guess, saw. Uh, but yeah, I'm also not good at schmoozing or networking because I'm fucking introverted. That's like, yeah. why do you think I got into comedy? Because I'm like, I'm not Jimmy Fallon. Like, you know, I'm not an entertainer or whatever. I'm, I'm like, dude, who's like so awkward that I get into hilarious situations. And then I tell them to people. I guess I just need to be one of these dudes who make stuff up. Uh, I'm not bitter about it. Um, <laughs> did I travel at all? Yeah, I mean, I, I did some traveling. Between what ages? I mean, I went to, I, I, my sister was going on a trip for France in high school, and I tagged along on that. Uh, and then, yeah. Bonjour. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I would, at some point, I started doing comedy. No, see, I was, I think I was already out of your window because I didn't start doing stand up, really, until I was twenty nine. Okay. Um, and then I think when I started like booking stuff in other states or countries was uh canada just canada uh was world like, tour yeah. oh, bow, bow. yep um i was in 30s or whatever um i mean yeah I, i've been a few places since but that's more as an adult do you ever do any like road road trips in your 20s some pals yeah i think uh that's something else that you know i think i was sort of like now if I could talk to myself and be like, just go, just get in the fucking car and go. Nobody, like, you don't need someone else. But it was, again, it was the kind of thing where I was like, I needed friends. But yeah, we did some road trips uh, here and there. We went, uh, a friend of ours, her sister was graduating from boot camp in one of the Carolinas. Um, north? South? And so we drove <laughs> out there and had some, like, camped or whatever. I The person I was dating was a big, uh, I dated a, a lady it was very nice, and I won't say her name because uh, she's deserved better. Um, uh, but yeah, she was a big camping person. I did her for seven years. Um, she's a big camping person. She's a big camping person. So a lot of her trips involve camping, dude, or, or like camping along the way. Which, Do you like camping? You know what? I like it not as much as her. I fucking hate camping. Camping definitely can suck, and it's kind of more fun to 
you know, like if you're like, hey, Mac, uh, you want to go to movie theater for seven days or uh, camping? I'd be like, let's put the diff. Um, but no, I, I, I like camping if you know what you're doing. But a lot of camping is like waking up sweating in a hot tent um, or sort of being like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> you know, like oh, we're here six nights. Ah, I'm done. So my here's my camping story. So me and uh, my boyfriend in my mid 20s, I think mm. I was 24, uh, 23, 24, something like that. And uh, we decided to go camping uh, at the beach in Corpus Christi, Texas. Okay. Because uh, we didn't have any money. And uh, we we were like, let's just go for like uh, three nights or two or three nights or whatever. And uh, so we got there, uh, you know, he put up the tanks. I didn't know what was going on. We're out in the sun. We're drinking. It was like July. I'm fair skinned. So I yeah. immediately sunburned to a crisp. I had to take Benadryl to sleep because we could just hear people like talking around us. The next morning I wake up. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with sand fleas. But oh. as soon as we walk out of the tent, like they didn't get in the tent, they were covering my car. Whoa. They were covering everything. They immediately start jumping all over us and biting. We run back in the tent. We like knock them all off. We're freaking out. And then sand fleas like come up. I guess like in the night or in the dawn and then they go back into the ground into the sand and like so then they just kind of like all as the sun came up more go back in I uh yeah I had to take more Benadryl hella allergic and then um and then uh prisoners who uh were I guess ordered the day off to go clean up the beach so they're all like chained by their ankles uh, and they're all walking by. It's like uh, it's like that movie. God, what was that movie called? Uh, Which one? Oh, brother, where art thou? Okay. So <laughs> they're all coming by, picking up trash. Uh, see me, a woman, you know, yeah. and haven't seen you know a woman probably in a while. Okay. So they're just winking and like like smiling and like saying things at all the women on the beach. <laughs> And then women wearing bikinis. Um, it yeah. seemed like a recipe for some, uh, right. some uh, 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 verbal abuse. Well, one of them and I made eye contact. And he smiled at me really big. And I was like, oh, hey. And then because he was kind of attractive, I have a type. And he was I like, look over my. Just, it's just theft. I look over Nothing my. sexual or violent. We can totally. And my boy. Work. I look over my boyfriend's just staring at me like fucking really uh, <laughs> really right now and then we made it 24 hours i think and then we we're like let's get the fuck out of here when and did then you break up with that guy uh we dated for about a year year and a half a year and a half more wow that's so you could uh turn that into a stand-up joke oh uh, maybe which I I, i'm sure as another comedian uh, you love to hear that should be one yeah. of your bits yeah, I got bits. I went camping and a big bend one time, and uh, we went on this hike. It was like a hike out into the park, and we're. It was like an overnight hike where we, uh, you know, I lugged a giant tent, and we're gonna camp in the park and then uh, go back to our like cars or whatever the next day. And there was a lot of us, and I for some reason was like, man, I'm a little worried about we didn't bring enough water, and so I was like, kind of, like 
really going easy on the water. I was not drinking very much. And I was really starting to feel it. And then uh, on day two, we're like, you know, exhausted. We're trying to get back to our cars. And they're like, hey, how close are we? Can we send somebody ahead? And they run ahead and they come back and they're like, oh, we see the cars just up the hill. I'm like, okay, great. And so we climb up the hill and we look out and they're like, okay, you see like way in the distance, there's like a little tiny glint that you need a telescope to see. I think that's kind of where our cars parked. At, at that moment, I'm like, I'm going to be honest with you guys, I'm fucking dehydrated and we ran out of water. And then this other guy who I, unbeknownst to me was doing the same thing. He's like, I also have not been drinking water. I'm also dehydrated. And so they ran ahead and brought back some uh, uh, some Gatorade and some water, and we drank it. But I I got fucking loopy. Like walk the last like hour of the hike, I was like, yeah, hey, yeah, what are we doing here, man? <laughs> and then you turn into Mark Maron. <laughs> uh, yeah, was, uh, Mark Maron. Um, and then <laughs> are we good? And then. Uh, <laughs> I like got in the car and just, just, just cried so hard. And I don't know why, just like sobbing uncontrollably. And then uh, I remember we got back to the campsite. There's people that didn't go on the walk. And they were like, oh, you guys are back. And I'm like, I'm alive. Stop worrying. And they're like, what? Oh, they weren't worried? That they were like, we didn't know you guys weren't stupid enough to not bring enough water. <laughs> uh, but now, like the next time I we went camping after that, I was like, really like okay we have this much water and then two more gallons and then just five more in the car i don't think it's enough guys like, I <laughs> but i got over it um yeah you know, I, I survived i made it i'm alive amber you're not talking to a ghost that's great that's not the name of this podcast ghost talk casper we're sponsored by casper casper chat not the mattress company but the the friendly ghost uh, all right. I got a couple more questions that I ask everybody. Yeah. Uh, all right. Is there something that you wish you'd done at, or something you wish you'd done in your 20s that you didn't do? Again, Amber, we've been over this. If I go back in my 20s and start to work out, then <laughs> I would not meet my wife and my beautiful three-year-old son would not be born uh, we wouldn't be sitting here, which is obviously where life was supposed to be. So what a stupid question. There, <laughs> no, there is um, j- just kind of what I said earlier, like the you can do things alone. And I, I'm not saying that I, I was. It's not that I regret not doing things alone or I want to do more things alone now. It's just you don't need to do them. So it's like, for example, movies. I never saw movies by myself and you can. You can go on trips by yourself. Like, you don't need to drag other people along. So it's not like I... There's nothing I didn't do that I regret. It's that I regret making friends do those things, too. Uh, or the feeling the need to be around other people. But I guess maybe... Uh, also, get into therapy earlier. It's, uh, you know, talk to people. It helps. It really, it's... Uh, you know... Uh, yeah, even if you, you don't think you need it, give it a try. It, it never hurts to... Um, I, yeah, I started, I started therapy a couple years ago. Therapy's great. Yeah, it's great. It's just, you know, it's like a little time to recalibrate <clears throat> and especially when you get busy. Oh, I just heard that mouth noise. Jesus Christ. 
disgusting mouth noise. Um, <laughs> yeah, especially when you get like a little busy, it's nice to take some time off just to talk about. It. It's funny. I have to talk about yourself. I keep a. I will break out laughing a lot talking to my therapist. She's like, why? And I'm like, I'm so boring. Like, <laughs> because, you know, when I talk to friends, I try to give them like the condensed version of stories. Like, okay, I'll leave out the boring parts. But when I talk to her. Well, she has to hear it all. Yeah, I'm like, you're, you're getting paid. <laughs> so here's the boring part. I'm sorry, it's so boring. And she's like, you're not boring. And I go, all right, let's not turn this into a house of lies. Um, so, yeah, I, I would just say you can do things alone is what I would tell people. Nice. Oh, yeah. It's a quick question. So with therapy, I realized uh, I started therapy. Well, I I did it in high school. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then I started therapy probably five or six years ago. And I realized I have problems looking my therapist in the eye when I talk to her. I don't like I don't like making eye contact when I'm like being vulnerable. Uh, Like, I I don't know. And I, I asked. Did she bring it up? Was she like eye contact, Amber? No, I think I brought it up because I've switched therapists. I brought it up with oh. my last therapist and she was like, oh, that's kind of a normal thing. She was like, a lot of people play on their phone in therapy because they'd what? rather just. And I was like, we could play on our phones. Yeah, I could be playing <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog while I'm talking to you. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so, but I didn't know. That's I'm trying to find somebody else who does that, and I have had no luck. I have never been uh, in the same room as my therapist because, uh, you know, my restraining order. Uh, no, mm-hmm. because I started doing it during the pandemic, and so I've just been zooming it up. Oh yeah, even over Zoom, I won't. I won't. I'll just well, look down. If you look right into the camera, you don't have to look at your therapist, but you are making eye contact with her through her screen. But I, I just or rather look down at her, my face. His or their screen. Let's use inclusive language, Amber. Your show is severely lacking in that. That's okay. Yeah, that is. Uh, thank you for that note. I'll take that it's note. It's weird how at the beginning of the show you go, hey, cis men only. <laughs> this this demographic for this podcast so far is men between the ages of 35 and 44. A lot of prisoners is based and on the US. iTunes, the iTunes <laughs> comments. Yeah. Hey, Amber, who you like prisoners? <laughs> you know, they're like, they write kiss, kiss noise. They write patronizing kiss noise is what they write in their reviews. <laughs> God damn it. Hey, babe. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, last question. Uh, well, okay. This might fall into what you just said, but is there anything else that you think that I should do that's a, of a typical 20s experience that I probably haven't done because I was have, mm-hmm. having that child? Well, let me see. Let me go through my 20s real quick. Uh Get a job, live with my sister for way too long, uh, date someone for longer than I should. Oh, I've definitely done that. More than you should. Uh, bip, bip, bip. Get and do some comedy groups. Uh, burp, burp, burp. Um, so, what you should do now? Sorry, your question is now that, let's say, now that you're getting a real chance at this or whatever. Yeah, pressure off. You know what I mean? Just, uh, just find a good groove because the thing in, in your 20s is you're like i was not thinking about like oh i need to find a career or whatever so all these like adult concerns that you have it's not that you need to do something you need to not do something you know like uh just don't worry chill out man don't worry about stuff <laughs> do you know me this is the worst advice <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm, I feel like I'm like playing a hippie. I don't know uh, how to. Um, I don't know how to not worry. We're both Virgos. Yeah, you know, not I, to be all astrology, which, I, but you know, I was thinking about. Um, I, 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 spoiler alert, or uh, full disclosure, I should say, I listened to some other episodes, and I was like, what advice would I give to me if I was, you know, talking to my twenty year old self? And I was like, you know what? Fuck that. What advice will I give to my current forty one year old self now? Like if if uh, 20, 20 years later, like what advice would I give to myself now? Try to predict that, and then just do it now. Don't wait to, like don't wait until twenty years. And be like do it now, and honestly, it was probably like work out more. You know, like be healthier or something. I was like, what? God damn it! And like realizing that made me mad again. Because it's like you know what you're supposed to do. You just can't do it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel you on I that. No, you know, uh, don't just watch what you spend money on. I guess. Because, uh, I mean, I'm looking around here. You know, you have uh, uh, two ping pong tables, Amber. You don't need one of those. Um, well, one of them is for when the other one gets dirty. Okay, that's a disease mind talking. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't really have any good advice for that. What did somebody else said? <laughs> Drowning. Why is this room 1,000 degrees? Oh. What advice should I give to you, Amber? I Well, it wasn't like previous guest Lisa. I'm not going to give you sexual advice. Um, yeah, a lot of people have just said uh, drug, sex, or travel. Um, yeah, you know, I would say look ahead to yourself five years from now and come up with a detailed five-year plan. No, just, you know, uh, let's start, let's start little, little habits or whatever. Uh, I wrote this book called Atomic Habits under my sweater name, James Clear. And uh, yeah, uh, read some books. That's my advice. You read, a good, read a good book. Okay. All right. That sounds good. I don't, uh, man, I mean, you're already in, in therapy. You, I mean, look, here's the other thing, Amber, is uh, I am uh, 41. I've said that like five times on the podcast, like I'm Sally O'Malley, um, uh, Molly Shan's character from Saturday Night Live. Um, I have a three-year-old kid, and it's like I, I love this kid uh, so much. I wish I, had, uh, I, wish I was younger because I wish I could spend more time with him. So you had a kid uh, when you were very young and yeah, you weren't in a pos- I, the ideal position to have a kid, but you get to spend so much time with this kid. I am envious of that. I mean, now when my kid turns 16, I'm going to have to put a lot of pressure on him to have a teen baby so I can be a granddad. Whereas uh, if you're, you're, you have so much time for your daughter for her to have or steal a kid. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's obviously, you know, maybe not your ideal situation where uh, I forgot that your dog was under that blanket and it moved for a second and scared me. (laughs) Uh, Where you're having to like balance like college with raising a kid. But the fact that you have a healthy, strong, I mean, it's it's a, I'm not a religious person, but it's a blessing. Yeah. uh, What I'm trying to say is you're doing great. Oh, thanks, Mac. That's actually the nicest thing that you've ever said to me. Are you feeling okay? Uh, it felt weird to say. <laughs> um, I mean, I got that taste in the back of my You're mouth. You're going to ask me to cut that out, aren't you? Like, it's just like, oh, I can just feel the stomach acid just tickling my throat. Um, so we should probably end this quick so I don't... Uh, yeah, yeah, so you don't gag. Uh, do you have uh, anything you want to plug? Yeah, a lot plug? of dates coming up. You'll see me at HaHa's. Uh, um, no, what do I have? Um... Yeah, if you love this, you'll love my podcast. No, I don't have a podcast. Uh, yeah, I got a, a couple albums. Um, 
They're great. Yeah, you can buy them, but I prefer you listen to them on Spotify because I want to make sure Joe Rogan gets some money out of it. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, yeah, I got a couple albums. You can listen to them or buy them or something. I do shows uh, frequently with Master Pancake Theater on their live Twitch stream where you make fun of movies. You can check that out. Also, if you like good comedy albums, Teen Mom by Amber Bixby. Aww. You can hear my voice on it twice. Yeah, you can. Uh, the last track, the very end of the album is just you shitting all over me. And I was like, we have to leave this in. It's too good. So check that out. That's <laughs> a, a fun collaboration. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I do shows in Austin, but who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Who cares? Comedy's terrible. Oh, it's amazing. There's something good that our friends do we can, we can promote. Um, I don't think our friends do anything good. I'm just kidding. Uh, weird. The dupe aren't our friends anymore. Uh, weird brunch by Lisa Friedrich. That's a great podcast. Does Karina we- still do that? And Karina, Magyar, yeah, and uh, Whitney. Whitney Lamond, right? I'm, There's a lemon D. I don't know how you say it. I don't know how to say it either. Yeah, I'm, I'm the worst friend ever. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming on. And no uh, problem. Um. So what? I mean, you know, this, this podcast is terrible. Um. Wow. You, Amazing. I, yeah. Well, do you want to like? So do you sum up the premise at the beginning? Yes. I will. I record that separately, but you record yes. that separately. Cause I could do it right now. You can just use it. For oh, me. yeah. Perfect. Go uh, ahead. Right, go for right. it. Here we go. go for Amber's, it. What's the name of the show again? Wow. Adulting take two. We'll fix that. Um, okay. So it's like, all right. Uh, she's a college student that majored in getting pregnant. Uh Oh, then she threw her life away. 18 years later, she's doing it again. <laughs> Come along a journey in self-discovery with a cavalcade of easy-to-book guests. It's Amber Bixby, Adulting Take Two. (laughs) Adulting Take Two? There you go. Maybe do a few different emphasis, just so we get it right. Adulting Take Two. Adulting Take Two. Adulting Take Two. That's my Harold. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Robert Evans. I just listened to Robert Evans's book on tape, uh, which was abridged. God, I wanted the full book. Um, and he he does this thing where he'll ask himself questions. This is his own fucking autobiography. <laughs> I mean, I, I, ask me another question real quick. Here's how I should have answered it. Any question. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, what's your favorite color? What's my favorite color? Is blue. Is it a good color? <laughs> it's gray. <laughs> Is there a better color out there? <laughs> you bet your ass there's not. There you go. That's how Robert um, Evans would have answered things. I should have done that. Holy Ask shit. Well, maybe he can do the podcast sometime. Yeah, Robert Evans, he's dead, Amber. Show a little respect. He probably. Listen, I can't keep up with everybody who's dead, all right? That's true. There's so many, and so many more will go. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for coming on. No problem. Uh, guys, stay tuned. Uh, coming up next. Oh, I guess it's my podcast now. Our next guest on Adulting Take Two is uh, super uh, star music producer Mark Ronson. Yeah, that's the caliber of guests I can get. Amber, not a chance. I'm cutting you off. I'm cutting you off. Please do. Please do.